Hey everyone, this is Danny, and you're listening to Imagine Me, the podcast that helps you show up as your best self. And this week, joining me as always, my co-host, Mr. Don Finkley Jr. Everyone. Did I just say everyone? Everyone. 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 Hello, everyone. <laughs> I like the, the mix of the words. <laughs> Welcome to part two. Part two of emotional intelligence. But before we get started, let's do a little bit of housekeeping, the business stuff. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm told by my social media manager I need to do this every episode. Oh, okay. All okay. right. Well, she would know. She would know. All right. <laughs> so first, my Facebook page for all my uh, Gen Xers in what do you call the, the ones on the cusp of Gen X? Extinials? Exennials. Exennials? Yeah. Exennials. That is the, that's us. Yeah. Gen X. The Back millennials. to the Future. Yeah. We were born in that four year period where they. If you saw yeah. Back to the Future right around the time when it came out, that's where you are. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's a good gauge. It isn't. <laughs> I don't think so. I think so. I think we might've been like in diapers when it came out. Okay. All right. So anyway, <laughs> the Facebook page, which by the way, by the time this episode comes out, the Imagine Me Facebook group is no longer. We have moved to bigger, better things and mm. we have a business page now. Mm-hmm. Follow us on imaginemeworthy.422 on Facebook. Our Insta handle is simply Imagine Me Worthy. Follow us on Insta. On Twitter, y'all, go ahead on Twitter. Um, I don't really get the point of Twitter. <laughs> But I have a Twitter, so go and follow, yeah. like, or whatever you do on Twitter. Tweet. I have a Twitter, too. And, yeah. Just imagine me today. Oh, right, 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 right. Right. This is about imagining. <laughs> well, what I was going to say was I don't use it. You don't use your Twitter either? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I will tell you about this. It's imagine me mm-hmm. at Finklia Danielle. And then if you want to email us a question or an idea for a show, email us at imaginemeworthy at gmail.com. And finally, visit the imaginemeworthy.me website. Check out our page. You can hit us up and contact us for speaking engagements. I can do workshop. We need some sponsors. Please sponsor <laughs> Imagine Me. If you want to be on it, um, on an Imagine Me episode, right. hit me up for an interview. If you want me to be on one of your episodes, I'll help you out. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. It just has to be, you know, some stuff I don't mind my name being tattooed. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just be anything. Not just anything. Right. All right. We got a brand we're trying to build. Right. And also the emails, if, you, if you're going to reach out or inbox Imagine Me, just know that we're not going to shout out your name you know, online, it's all, you know, keep it discreet. Yes. If you listen the first season, we're going to give you a goofy name. If you want, name yourself. But if you don't, then it is 100% confidential and mm. I will give you a funny name. You <laughs> yeah. can leave it to me. <laughs> It'll be good. Trust me. Yeah. So last week we talked about basically the basics of emotional intelligence and what emotional intelligence is. Yes. So I promised you that I would come this week with six skills that might help you increase your emotional intelligence. All right. Okay. All right. So just to like remind you, or if you happen to listen to this one 
first before you listen depending on the platform you're on this might show up before last week's that's true yeah so it might if you're subscribed though if you come to you in order just saying but if not (laughs) stop right now and go wander and listen to part one then come back right but if you decide that like you don't want to do that right now then I'm going to just give you a blow over. Emotional intelligence is considered a much better predictor of success than actual IQ. And in many cases, it doesn't matter how academically smart you are. Mm. Anyone can have high emotional intelligence. Right. Um, we know plenty of people who have, you know, average intelligence and they're pretty successful. Yep. And, you know, some of them become presidents. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> but there's more to life than being able to do calculus in your head and, mm-hmm. you know, know the state capital and all that other crap. Right, right. It's more important to make good decisions, communicate effectively, have positive relationships, and manage yourself in a way that is far more valuable and powerful than being a genius Mm. in your intelligence. Right, right. All right? So, how can you boost it? Number one, become an excellent listener. Why did, I feel like this is a theme every episode. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listening is important. Active listening is so important. It really is. Um, and not just for emotional intelligence. I mean, we're not going to go there, but it it, mm-hmm. it it is very important to to work on being an active listener. I mean, if you think about the best listener you know, you probably hold that person in high regard. There are people I know who I can just like... Blah, 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 blah. It's probably, I, you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm probably not a good listener because I do a lot of talking. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting. I didn't say this the last episode, but, um, you know, when you're when you're having these social situations or these conversations with people, um, sometimes we can get so defensive or get to a point where we just have to rebut whatever's being said mm-hmm. that we're not listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets in the way of things. So being an active listener is is having the emotional intelligence and maturity to just stop and wait your turn and listen to what someone is trying to say to you. Mm-hmm. You might actually hear the words. You might, yeah. But when I think about the best listener I know, that's a tie between you and, well, you, number one, and then two other people. Oh, wow. I appreciate that, babe. In my life. Who are absolutely amazing in this regard, which made me realize when I was making this list that listening really is a lost art. Yeah. And there's not, I I don't know if we were shaped to have conversations this way. We just weren't ever taught the appropriate way to Mm -hmm. have a conversation. But I don't feel like many people are interested in actually listening. Mm. Right, right, right. I think it's, it's preparing your argument or your statement. Or right. Your response. Right. Right. Well, let me let me get ready to hit him with mm. what I got to say. Even if it's not <laughs> a conflict, even if it's just something somebody's talking about and you could relate. Oh, my gosh. Me too. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. There's, <laughs> just, there's always this need to throw yourself into it. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and, I, and here's the thing. I I wasn't always that way. I had to learn to. You know, and I'm still I'm still learning, but I do want to point out, you know, some people, you know, have game with words. 
Mine was listening about 20 years ago. <laughs> she was like, ooh, he listens. <laughs> he listens. Yes. It's oh so attractive. <laughs> this is what I want y'all to do. During your next conversation, notice what happens when you're speaking. Is the other person, like, what's the other person doing? Are they bored, distracted? <laughs> right. Or simply waiting to speak? Do this, but be prepared for some stuff that you might not have noticed. And don't get mad about it, because it's probably been happening the whole time. Just right. do it. Right. And, and see what you notice. Mm. And then, when someone is talking to you, tune in and see what you're doing. Right, right. See how you have these conversations. That's a nice little exercise. Mm -hmm. um, just to see what type of listener you are. You will do much better with people and have fewer misunderstandings if you can put your attention into what the other person is saying during that conversation. Mm. That person might even start to think you're a great conversationalist or a people person. <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all could see the body language going on over here. <laughs> Imagine somebody saying that, oh, wow, you really are a great conversationalist. Yeah. No one ever said that about me. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone's ever said I'm a great conversationalist, but people have told me I'm good but listener. But something along those lines, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Try it and see. Send me an email and tell me how it went. Two, pause before you respond. Mm, yeah. That one's hard. It's so hard because you just, you know, like you said, a lot of people, you're sitting there and you're already preparing your response and you're ready to just go as soon as they're done talking. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that's, and again, I have this issue too. I'm, I'm not, I'm in no way perfect. Um, pausing before you respond. Wow, man, that's, that is so huge. Mm -hmm. Think about all the times you wish you had just shut up or just, just quiet. Right. I know there are times, sometimes, like, you know those moments when you're, it's so strange, it's like three o'clock in the morning, and you're like, gosh, why did I say that? Right. Why did I just pop in my head? Right, right. <laughs> and unfortunately, that might have gotten you a response you didn't want. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe speaking on something you didn't necessarily have enough info about yeah. and just started talking. So pause and take a moment to collect your thoughts. That's a real advantage. Yeah, it really is. Because just blurting out whatever. Yeah. Just it, because you feel like you have to feel that silence, right. you have to say something. Right. If that person is re requiring a response of some type, it's okay to be like, hey, I really don't have an answer to that right now. Can I get back to you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or I, you know, I just, I don't know how to, you know, handle this right yeah. now. Or, you know, can we return to this later? Yeah. I need some time to think about this. Those are all good ways to buy you time right. to respond right. later. Or no response at all. No for, response at for all. For some of us husbands trying to fix everything. Just saying. The inverse of that is true as well. When, when your input is wanted and it's just like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just give yourself some time to make an intelligent decision or just a well-informed decision. There you go. If someone's asking you to do something and you really don't want to commit and you don't know if you're really going to feel up to it, mm -hmm. it's okay to say, well, you know, I really don't want to commit to that now. Let me go and check my schedule. Right, right. Anything right. is better than, yeah, sure. 
No, I like that because I've been doing that a lot, even if I have nothing on my schedule. Exactly. And like, if you hey, have you nothing know what? on your let me, schedule. Let me see what I got going on and, you know, I'll, I'll get back to you. Yeah. If you don't got nothing on your schedule, you can still have something on your schedule. They don't know that. Right. Right. Or you can just say, you know, like, <laughs> hey, this week I'm going to take some self-care time. Yeah. That's fine, too. Yeah. It's okay for men to say that. All right. Let me see what Danielle's got going on. <laughs> yeah, so we all know. <laughs> No, it's going to be like, mm. she said, that's what they got going on. That's what they got going on. <laughs> All right. Number three. Y'all going to get tired of me saying this. Develop self-awareness. Develop self-awareness. Boom. Boom. Very few people are self-aware. Yep. We have little idea of how others perceive us and how we come across. Think about how odd it is to hear a recording of your own voice. Right. And I do that every freaking week. Yep, you and do. I never get used to it. Mm. <laughs> and I'm just like, really? Do I really sound like that? Yeah. I'm sorry, everyone, for what I sound like in my head. I sound oh, don't amazing. do that, babe. Your voice sounds great. I sound amazing in my head. Yeah. <laughs> you sound amazing on the podcast. Okay. I feel like I sound like a, a like a child. Well, that's how you feel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> People are still listening, so clearly, yeah, your voice isn't annoying. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That time I flattered her with the words, y'all. I know. Got me. <laughs> <laughs> but not even just your own voice or how you look at yourself in the mirror. Do I look heavier in these photos? Mm. Or when I took this picture, yeah. geez, did I really look this big? Did the back of my head really look like that? The, <laughs> <laughs> the back of my head. Wow. Okay. I've seen photos. Of, no, no. Yeah. And I'm like, why did nobody tell me to... Fix my good lord. Fix my kitchen in the back. Fix my kitchen. <laughs> and what you might not know is you might be more rude or obnoxious than you thought you were. Right. Right. Or maybe you're dismissive to others and you didn't even know it. Wow. There was someone that I was talking to a couple years ago and they were on they were talking to someone. It was like a, a conversation with someone that they had just met and the person blurted that out, you know, you're really dismissive. And it caught them off guard because mm. they they never were self-aware enough to realize, well, am I that way? But then they did some soul searching after mm -hmm. and realized, you know what? I'm really dismissive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. So and yeah, it, that also brings up another good point. Intent does not matter. Right. Right. I know sometimes people get hurt and that's not always your intent. Right. But it does not take away the hurt. Right. That's right. like running over somebody's foot and getting out the car and saying, sorry, I didn't intend to run over your foot. Yeah, I didn't mean to run over your foot. That doesn't mean your foot ain't broken. Exactly. <laughs> sorry, but that yeah. wasn't my intent. Right. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't take away the pain. It doesn't. No. So always hold that. Um, even if that wasn't your intent, do you know what that means? That you come off differently then you perceive yourself. Mm, your yep. intent does not come out in your words or your actions. So right. then there's time for that, like you say with this person, that self-searching. Wow, I do do that. Mm -hmm. So part of that is ask someone you trust what they think your biggest problem is. Again, somebody you trust. Oh man, yeah. Don't be calling that auntie who judge everybody. Well, on the same token, don't call the person you know is your yes person. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. You know, the person who might be a little, you know, 
may be intimidated by you and is not going to give you an honest answer or the person perceive perceive yourself as an intimidating person right right <laughs> um or or the person who's who's always like oh no you're amazing you're amazing oh sunshine and rain- rainbows there's nothing you can't do <laughs> you know yeah yeah you don't you need someone who is honest with you someone who who tells you the truth no matter what when you were explaining that that reminded me of how when people say they first meet you and before they talk to you they are intimidated by you like your presence talking about me yeah you like yeah, your yeah. presence is intimidating like they're yeah. they have a fear yeah until they get to know you and then they're just like they feel ridiculous after that like oh my gosh he's the kindest nicest person yeah ever there was <laughs> there was a truth that i had <laughs> and she she actually ended up underneath me um, you know, as one of my actual troops, the f- two years before I retired. And before that, she was just in our squadron. And when she became my troop, she's like, oh my gosh, I used to think you was so mean walking in the hallways. <laughs> she said, but then you became my boss. And I'm like, yo, he mad cool. <laughs> you know, you've peaked. <laughs> When somebody our daughter's age, first of all, works under you. Right. Like, you mad cool. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm doing yeah. something right. But, you know, I have resting, you know what, face, apparently. Resting angry man face. Angry man. <laughs> <laughs> angry man face. I guess I was frowning too much when I was younger. My mom told me. And you know what? I didn't listen. Mm, they always say. Yeah, <laughs> she that's what told they me. Mean. That's what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> so... If you're asking this person what your biggest problem is, you might not like the answer, but what you'll have is the truth. Right, right. And how you deal with that is up to you. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Number four, learn how to motivate yourself. Oh, I love that one. Yep. It is easy when you have a crowd of people pushing and cheering. Mm -hmm. What do you do when everybody is like, I don't care? Yeah. Yeah. No one's there to cheer for you? Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. How you keep going? How do you? Can you explain it? Because I'm, this is, I, I might need but, this one. All right. right. So, <laughs> few of us are very effective at motivating ourselves to do things consistently. Mm. That's yeah, that's important. Consistently. Yeah. A lot of times we avoid drama or conflict and we will simply avoid things that need to be done. You can avoid most of the drama life has to offer you if you simply do things that need to be done when they need to be done. Mm. Right when they need to be done. Right. And the first step is consider why you might be procrastinating in the first place. What task are you facing that are so unappealing? Mm. And even if initially you don't think they're unappealing, like this is my passion project, right? Right, right, right. I know that I'm in charge of creating all the content, the blog material, everything that goes into it, right? Right. I love this, but a lot of times I will procrastinate because I actually don't feel like sitting down and just going through the type, 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 type hours. Yeah. And then why is that? 
because I constantly critique my writing over and over again. So mm. it is a tedious process instead of just typing and going through, which I'm learning to just keep going. Yeah. Eventually, and this is either work or school, this is where this comes into play. Eventually, you have to do them anyway. Why not put yourself out of your misery as soon as possible and simply just get it done? Right. Jada's first three day weekend, she came home on Friday. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm doing my homework. And I was like, you got until like, you don't go back to school to Tuesday. Right. She's like, yeah, but I want to spend the rest of my weekend gaming. So I'm right. just going to get this done now so yeah. I can game the rest of the weekend. And, you know, Jada's a different breed. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I wasn't that, that way. Um, but that's got to be really hard for people who are motivated by the praise. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you got to be your own cheering section. Yeah, that's... Remember your why. Mm. Why? Right. Sometimes we are doing work that is hard for people to understand. I will speak on myself personally. Mm-hmm. Not everyone understands addiction. Not everyone understands why people stay in violent or hurtful relationship. And there's all there's there can be judgment around that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And it is what it is. Sometimes you just do. You push yourself and you go. My why is because when I was that person, I needed more people like me. Mm. And so when I am, especially when I have a particularly hard day and I've had some hard talk and I've had to process some things with clients and I say to myself, this isn't sustainable. I don't know how much longer I can work with this population. Mm. And then I stop. Nope. My why? Why? Because people checked out on me. Mm. People stopped showing up. Right. I don't want to be that person. You don't want to be that person. There you go. No matter how many times people fall, they have the ability to get up. And my job is to help them. Mm. So that's my why. I love that. Yep. Yeah. You you can make your own choices. But when you need that support, I got you. Mm -hmm. You'll be right there. Wow. All right. Number five. Analyze your emotions. Notice your emotions while you're experiencing them. That's a hard thing to do. Yeah, it is. You know who I heard do this in a really good way? And I was so proud he he did it. And I wish more people would watch this. Will Smith did that on that uh, show with, uh, it's like the Tonight. Oh. Um, the, he did the old, um, Dave, is it David Letterman? David Letterman? I mean, it's Letterman, Jay Leno. You're talking about the older Letterman. ones. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yes. where, so Letterman, um, the, when he has the one guest yes. on Netflix. Yes. yes. Yeah. It aired probably like days or a week after, after the, the event. After the Oscars incident. But it was filmed before. Right. And seeing him in a space where he was processing his feelings out loud. Mm-hmm was such a refreshing thing to see yeah especially coming from a man especially coming from something that people saw as toxic masculinity right and seeing this man sit here and express man i was angry i was rageful Mm -hmm. then i wondered what was behind that right right was I insecure? Right. You know, this made me feel small. This made me feel insignificant. Right. That's where that emotion came from. Yeah. It's clear he's very emotionally intelligent and he is working on himself. Yeah. Um, and good for him. Yeah. You guys check that episode out if you want to see a really good example. Yeah, of my somebody. next guest. My next it's guest. It's my next yeah. guest, David the Letterman. Will Smith the Will Smith episode. episode. Yeah. Keep in mind that 
this actually was recorded before the event. Yeah. And it says that there's a little disclaimer at the beginning. It says it was. It is really good. And it's a really awesome example of seeing somebody process this. Right. A lot of times we do this. It's it's hard to do because we quickly respond to our emotions. We're wired that way. Right. If you're afraid, it's almost physical. It's almost biological. It happens. Yeah. But if you can kind of notice the power and the real feeling behind that, right? Mm. So for example, if someone says something that irritates you, rather than reply in a hostile manner, ask yourself why you're experiencing this emotion. Mm. What caused it? Is it reasonable? Right. What is an intelligent way to respond? Right. That's man, I know I love this this part of this episode because I've had to learn to break down why I reacted certain ways to certain things. Um, and you've helped me a lot lately just by asking me, well, how does that make you feel? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and what's interesting is I think just inherently we we don't stop and do that with ourselves. Mm-mm. We don't stop and say, well, how do I feel about this in this moment? Yep. Um, you know, and I think if we did that, man, the world would be a better place. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell you. I realized a lot of times, a lot of my emotional, angry outbursts were typically related to me feeling insecure Mm, or another one not feeling heard or or feeling like what I had to say was valued. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so. Yeah. That emotion, instead of dealing with that emotion or just saying, hey, I don't feel like I'm being heard. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, what you said made me feel really small, Mm. you know. I was going to say feeling small. Yeah. yeah. Instead, what that comes out as, as rage and you will never do this to me again. And I will make sure that never happens. Right. And it is a difficult thing to do. And it takes time and it takes practice. Mm. And you won't always get it right. Nope. Nope. Won't always. All right. Number six, be assertive. Be assertive, not aggressive. Right. Yeah, I'm glad you clarified that. (laughs) Assertive, not passive aggressive. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Assertive also doesn't mean be mean. Yes. Passive aggressiveness. You know how he was talking about Mm self-reflection? And I realized how much passive aggressiveness aggressiveness gets under my skin. Right. And I realized it's because I speak in sarcasm, which is... (sighs) passive aggressive <laughs> yeah. and I was like crap I hate that yep and I always say I can respect the person more when you are direct and you tell me how you feel up front mm-hmm. if you don't like me don't be being all passive just tell me how you feel right right because then I can just make my choices from that yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah y'all assertive is not aggressive <laughs> It's not uh, being forceful. Right. It's not mean. Right. It's not hateful. It right. is just as it is direct. It's direct. Direct. Right. And if someone is being assertive to you and they're being direct, do not take that as them being mean. Right. Or angry. Right. Or, oh my gosh, are they mad at me? Right. No, I don't think so. Yeah. They might have said that. Right. Okay. All right. So <laughs> there are advantages to being assertive. You have a much better chance of getting what you want. Imagine people not having trying to figure out what the heck you're saying by just simply saying, you know, I want the black car. Right. There's a good example. Um, 
this was a, a, it was years ago. And I remember it was the first time I witnessed my older brother after many, many years, you know, I've been separated from him for many years, um, of him being in a social situation um, where he was assertive. And there was something, someone was trying to kind of cut him off and kind of interpret what he was saying. And he stopped, he said, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, this is what I mean. And I was like, wow, way to go, wow. Josh. Yeah, <laughs> that is a good example. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's a good example. I love that. Yeah. A lot of stuff gets lost in translation. So if you're just really clear from the jump, hey, I need X, Y, and Z, and I need it by this time. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you need. And then if you are not transparent with others, please don't get mad when somebody don't know how to read your mind. <laughs> I don't care if you've been with this person or if you've known this person since you were in diapers and y'all right. 98. He should know how I feel. No, no, <laughs> no. First of all, we all have different ways of thinking. Right. I'm yeah. not even going to get into how genders and all that And we that process stuff. things we very process differently. Things di- differently. Yeah. And a lot of times when you're predicting what someone else is thinking, those are projections of your own feelings. Mm. This is how you would feel in that situation. Right, right, yeah. So just, you know, be mindful of those things. Yeah. Your relationships should have fewer misunderstandings if you are upfront with your feelings and your concerns. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's number six. That's number six. Wow. Those are all very powerful. Man, this is a good episode. (laughs) Just to wrap up, emotional intelligence might be what you're missing from your life. You can be goal oriented, committed and capable, but it's difficult to rise above the level of your emotional intelligence. Nope. Build on it. Oh, I love that. Build on it. All right. Here's some homework, y'all. How would you rate your emotional intelligence? In what areas do you think you could improve? If you all out there have any experience with managing emotional intelligence or any know any articles and books or even like I like little quizzes and stuff, like little assessments and mm-hmm. things. Yeah, me too. Go ahead and email me or, or shoot me a message on any of my socials and let me know if you came across some good stuff because your girl loves to read and I love to learn. She does. I would love to hear your input also on how you feel about emotional intelligence. This week's quote comes from epic underscore quotes dot com. People who avoid failure also avoid success. As always, you are worthy, you are valued and you are loved. Peace, fam. <laughs>